0: yo, the sun don't shine forever but as long as it's here then we might as well shine together better now than never business before pleasure P. Diddy and the fam who you know do it better yeah right no matter what we air tight so when you hear something make sure you hear it right don't make an ass out of yourself by assuming our music keeps you moving what are you proving you know that I'm two levels above you baby hovering baby I'm gonna make you love me baby talking crazy ain't gonna get you nothing but choke and that jealousy is only gonna leave you broke so the only thing left now is god for these cats and big you know i'm too hard for these cats i'ma win because i'm too smart for these cats why they making up facts we making up plaques hey you better listen I'm, I'm
1: sorry <laughs> <laughs> in the commission you ask for
0: permission yes, to hit them yes. uh hey welcome to the blackout Test podcast your host rod and yeah and i'd played some horns about a some. keep pump keep pounding that's one of the best that, that might be my favorite rap like that first verse of all time just because of the way the beat builds up oh. with the horns and then it's all just a preamble to bigs you know i know and now verse. and now
2: i'm like oh, god damn it now i want to hear it
0: <laughs> all right well hold on let me let me go find it but it's all like this preamble to to bigs right. verse which, and, it,
2: and it just kind of layers
0: yeah and, and and you know and big was dead when it came out so like it was kind of like one of the last uh last verses from big we were ever gonna hear right you know which obviously sucked but it was like what an epic ass way to go out is uh the, the verse on, on uh i think it was victory right is that the name of? It? Let me see. i don't know why this isn't coming up uh i was literally just looking at this now i gotta look at it for p diddy oh, um, oh p
2: diddy puff did i don't know he got about 45 names Uh, E.P. did it forever for me i don't care what you change your name oh
0: here it is victory featuring the the, the video had buster rhymes in it yes before he got fat Yo, the sun don't shine forever But as long as it's And we might as well shine together Better now than never. Business before pleasure P. Diddy and the fam Who you know do it better? Yeah, right No matter what We head tight So when you hear
1: something Make sure you hear it right Don't make an ass out of yourself By assuming my music Keeps you moving What are you doing? You know that I'm Two levels above you, baby Hug me, baby I'ma make you love me, baby Talking crazy Ain't gonna get you nothing But choke And that jealousy. Only so gonna leave you broke and the only thing left now is God for the sacks A big good you know, I'm too hard for these cats. I'm a wing cause I'm too slow with those cats You're only making up facts, you're making up blacks In the commission, you're for what you don't like me, him and Wild he was with him you heard of us, the murderers, most shady. Lit on the low lately, the fans hate me. The son of f. They said my prison's too blatant. You hesitate I me. Mean, I'm You're You're in my career waiting. Cup taping. Your fam. That's me, lazy my hands. That lazy my waist. Francis, M to the is a phenomenal. Under your vest, by the domino. Kick a few balls so I can buy a few cars. And I kick a few clothes so I can buy a few holes. Excellence, is my presence. never hesitate. Leave a nigga bit real quick all night all night. I perform like Mike everyone Dyson, Jordan, Jackson Dirt son, black guns ridiculous, And up, quit the bus if my ends you touch kids or girl you touch, in this world I clutch you are told, my toes used to call me black soul. now they call me Castro, my rap flow, militant yo, bad, ain't killin shit true style, keep spillin shit you overdid it, at you in the danger zone, you shouldn't be alone hands are it like me the most shady, Frankie Baby, fantastic. Graphic, try to make dope like Jurassic. Park kids, two of the smart kids who start shit. See me, only me. The underball, such as Holocaust, to the door, where the fuck you at?
0: And, and then the video the just had the video just had Buster hanging off of fucking buildings like a gargoyle and shit. Yelling at people in the middle of the street. But uh, no reason damn man rest in peace big never know what he could have been man he was he was one of my favorites uh anyway man it's the blackout tips um podcast you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic Mm. just search the blackout tips we'll come up and uh we hope you guys enjoy the show you know uh if you do leave us a five-star review on itunes and stitcher and tell us how much you like it
1: mm-hmm.
0: and we'll read it on the air when we do our feedback show on saturday the official weapon of the show is and the unofficial sport is bullet ball a bullet ball extreme that's right bullet ball extreme and today's show is triple sponsored that's, that's right. what i'm talking about three-way getting all this money on the 402nd day that our Lord and Savior Bobby Smyrta is locked up. Oh, poor Bobby. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by Shadow Dog Productions. They have a new feature film, The Art of Confession, which is making the film festival circuit right now, but you can check it out and get some exclusive footage only through our podcast. And not only through our podcast, but through the premium side of the podcast. Check out the video link on the premium side, and if you like it, leave comments, etc. but please don't share the link this is for premium listeners only so if you're premium go to the blackout tips it's up there already just uh you know either click on sponsors or just scroll down uh the first page and it's right there mm-hmm. and uh you get to see uh exclusive sneak peek of uh the the uh, additional footage from the art of confession see it before all the um different film festivals start telling you how great it is mm-hmm. uh, we're also sponsored by bevel Mm-hmm. that's right this episode is brought to you by Bevel, the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse, curly hair, and sensitive skin. Step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps. Check out GetBevel.com today and use code TBGWT to get 20% off of your first month at GetBevel.com. That's dot com. And lastly, we have a more sexier sponsor. Let's see if I can find some more sexier music. Um let's see. What the? What did i have on here that had a little bit of sex to it um <laughs> it wasn't that one um no nothing to do with love and hip-hop i don't think they mm, have mm, any
1: mm,
0: mm, any mm. sexy music um
2: they had that delicious music go
0: what about this i don't know that might be let some new sexy shit that I don't know if y'all guys
2: are <laughs> ready for that. I, I don't even know, know who that. that is. I
0: don't know if y'all can get into that. Oh, I know. I know where I can play. Hold on. Where my boy is at? Then they know about some love. Here you go.
1: <laughs> Bitch!
0: That's right, Black Joe Lewis. You tell her. You see, it's Valentine's Day time. And you can make this Valentine's Day one that she'll never forget. And that you'll never forget. That you both will never forget with this amazing offer from AdamandEve.com. Through Valentine's Day, you'll receive 50% off of just about any item. Just go to adamandeve.com and you'll find over 18,000 adult entertainment products, and including toys, lingerie, and a seemingly endless collection of adult DVDs. It's seemingly endless, y'all. And there's more. With every order, you'll receive their romance kit free. Now, what is a romance kit? A romance kit includes a toy for him, a special massager for her. Probably going to be massaging that clitoris, guys. And a little something that you both will enjoy, plus a free adult movie to put you in the mood. But that's not all. Mm-mm. No. They will also throw in free shipping on your entire order. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special Valentine's offer. Get 50% off one item, on. a free romance kit, and free shipping. When well, you're in the offer code TBGWT. That's right. Same code. Different offer. TBGWT, that's TBGWT Adamandeve.com. Play me out. Black Joe Lewis and the
1: Honeycomb.
0: Oh, oh wait, honey bears. Like Joe Lewis and the Honey Bears, dope man. I've been listening to him. It
2: is. They've been off the chain. Uh
0: I like that Sugarfoot song. Sugarfoot called me last night. <laughs> don't
1: they? Don't they have one? Sugarfoot called me last night. He said his girl called. He said, "Can I come over?" He said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah.
0: go get my best girl and go out dancing <laughs> take it down to the sock hop, Hold on at the sock hop. go maybe go out to make out point i don't know what's going on over here Neither. uh <laughs> anyway i like that uh like that group um so uh and i you know how i found them
1: yeah
0: huh. by accident i just typed in bitch into spotify <laughs> and i said what is this bitch i love you what did it cut what could that possibly be
2: <laughs> i know and at I least you like he love her
0: and i end up liking it so don't be afraid to try new things kids okay How?
2: Uh, i have a question yes. is this like an old artist or this is like somebody no, new was like 2009
0: 2011 these are new albums uh tell them what your name is is a 2009 album uh so and then scandalous is 2011 the deluxe edition is on uh spotify
2: and all their music i keep thinking i'm gonna hit james <laughs>
0: well they do have them horns i love some horns yes man. i love them horns i you think know. that that's what gets me every time yeah uh and they got some good they got some good song titles too they got big booty woman oh play that one uh master soul my baby, my-
1: <laughs> master soul, my baby. get your shit
0: Oh booty booty city of course is good. it's one of my favorites
2: Bo- Bo- <laughs> they like a lot of booty
0: yeah i mean that's when i knew that was cool you know I, it wasn't just bitch i love you you know once i seen booty city i said okay now these dudes this is something i need to hear in my life you know ah! so <laughs> <laughs> all right i don't even, <laughs> i don't even know what to start with today uh i guess we just start with some regular ass news i guess uh bunch of stuff been happening. oh well you know what i guess we need to start with all the fallout from the oscars right
2: yeah, i mean there's a, a lot yeah
0: there's a ton of stuff going on with the oscars and and um i don't think we could not talk about it so uh since let's see last time was wednesday's show um uh, and we also had put the receipts out there for jada
1: mm-hmm. and,
0: and will you know as uh People had tried to, um, you know, people had tried to change um, the perception of them overall, even though they were obviously uh, down for the cause. Um, So I guess we can talk about all the stuff because, like, all kinds of people have come out and talked about it since. Uh, I guess the first thing that happened was uh, Will Smith joined his wife in saying, hey, I'm not going to attend the Oscars uh which totally makes sense to me it sure does you know um so i was uh you know i can't say i was surprised but uh he gave an interview on abc news Let's see if i can play that but uh you know it, it was like first thing in the morning he was like let me get this out of the way because i can't be going up there without my baby Well i look like Boo boo the fool. I'm supposed to not have a happy marriage. So so I can have I can't have a good career and not a happy marriage. Also, did you know Will Smith's forty seven? Mm mm. Man, we old man. Forty seven. I, I told you, Will Smith's been running a long ass time. I remember when parents just didn't understand what Will Smith was talking about. Now he a parent.
2: Right, he was in his 20s. Like, I was a child when he was in his, like, 20s, mm-hmm. you know, when he was doing Will Smith and stuff. And I wonder, how's that? I mean, it's probably going to be that time, but pretty soon Will Smith is getting ready to get, get them Lifetime Achievement Awards, ain't he?
1: Yep, Robert's about Robert's that time. Right.
2: right here we go.
1: His wife's
3: call for an Oscar boycott. Here's ABC's Lindsay Davis. Will Smith, known for smashing box office records, is now using his stardom to shake
1: up Hollywood. It's a systematic bias that needs systematic bias that needs to be addressed across the industry.
3: Smith says his decision to not is about him being snubbed for his role in concussion. In fact, he told ABC's Robin Roberts he initially didn't even know his wife Jada Pinkett Smith posted a video saying she planned not to attend.
2: I right, and you said that. Told you, niggas. You, you said that. You said he, he probably had no
0: idea. Cause I'll be knowing how Black Love worked. Just cause y'all don't don't get mad at me for being right
1: yeah you was like I this I had, no idea. The Academy awards This is not about a couple not going to a party. you know <laughs> this is about children that are going to sit down and they're not going to see themselves represented.
3: Smith says the all white acting nominees up for Oscars for the past two years is the byproduct of nearly all-white executives at the major Hollywood studios. There's mm.
1: very few people of color in the room when the decisions are made for what films get the the green light.
3: The Academy plans to meet next week to discuss what measures to take in response to all the criticism, David. All right, Lindsay, our thanks to you and to Robin Roberts tonight.
2: Yeah, you said he probably had no idea that's what his like, did.
0: Yeah, I mean, why would he? like right. one like like she's gonna clear it with him oh, come on now. you know like they're they're able to act autonomously you know they don't need like this idea that married couples get approval and answer for each other's words and all this shit has always been like a very it's an idea that you learn in like first grade you know what i mean but it's not a realistic realistic depiction of marriage in my opinion no it is not um so you know it's kind of it's kind of funny um, so there have been people talking about it. Um the, you know, Oscar is so white hashtag that uh, you know, April started and uh, you know, April who was on this show and You're all the fallout from that. Right before it got announced? Yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody would you know, I'm I'm not think I just say it's not a coincidence. That uh you know, it blew up after she came on the show. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like Devil. that's the blackout his bump, guys. And uh you know, if you want to be a national success, you just gotta just gotta let us know. um But yeah, Viola Davis will not be attending the Oscars this year. While Davis said that the reason she will not be attending is because she will be on vacation, she did go on to address the larger diversity issues facing the awards. See, that's the other thing too. These are still their coworkers. I even if. Even if Viola Davis was like, I'm just not going because I think it's racist. I would not expect her. I wouldn't expect most people to just come out and say that. Right. Because these are their coworkers, So it's kind of like, yeah, I'm just going to find a reason not to be there. But, you know, by, while I'm on it, I do happen to have some thoughts. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, she was like, no, I'm just going to be on vacation. But since you asked. I mean, I was already scheduled to be on vacation. Yeah. I mean, we talking about racism. Let me get in there. I got my Oscar i wasn't in shit this year yeah and i have a question where Mm -hmm.
2: is a old chick that stood up there talking about everybody need to support white feminism where is she at with this topic patricia arcat yes
0: yeah the arcats are problematic i haven't seen anything from her um i'm sure she just thinks this is all besides the point why can't we all it's time for us to come together as black people men and gays and support white women you know because they the real victims of oppression but uh yeah she said the problem is not the oscars the problems with hollywood movie making system she went on to outline some questions that the people who are in power who have the yay or nay vote should be asking how many black films are being produced every year how are they being distributed all right yeah. pause this
2: i think there's more volume
3: on tv
0: all right there you go um so yeah uh she said that um uh how many black films are being produced every year how are they being distributed the films that are made are the big time producers thinking outside the box in terms of how to cast can uh how to cast a role which is sad you got to think outside the box to think well this could be a black person can
1: mm-hmm.
0: hey, you cast a black woman in that role can you cast a black man in that role the problem isn't even our pay you can you could probably line up all the a list black actresses out there and they probably don't make that what one a-list white woman makes in one film come on now that's the problem you can change the academy but if there's no there are no black films being produced what is there to vote what is there to vote for that's a valid point you know other people have been making it and that's why i was like why i try to pretend that it's only a one prong thing like oh y'all so what's a boycott of the oscar's gonna do it's like well i mean the topic is multifaceted. It doesn't mean we can't speak to all the facets
2: right and 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 it makes you upset because people act like you can't you can't talk about multiple things at one time
0: yeah it's, it's always this assumption like well if you do this then nothing else will be done it's like well no that you know no you're making that rule up no one said that that's the only thing that uh that will happen so yeah i feel like um viola and i'm actually gonna close and open up my my firefox again because acting stupid but uh i feel like viola davis speaks to what a lot of people um have been saying and but they say it as like uh opposed to this boycott thing but it's like this boycott is uh or people not boycott but people not showing up and people speaking about this is is actually a two-pronged thing because the oscars do feed back into hollywood and there's like it's a symbiotic relationship and you can't just acknowledge part of it without acknowledging the other part the effect that the oscars have on hollywood is basically um they reward certain films and damn i don't know what's wrong with fire rocks they reward certain films and shit and because of this those films end up um getting out you know they end up getting more uh, cachet to the people who create those films and the people who star in those films. So then they go on and they have careers where it's like, oh man, this, this person is able to, you know, do XX X, and X and they wouldn't have been able to if it wasn't for that, that Oscar they won or, you know, if it wasn't for, um, you know what if it wasn't for whatever awards that they get they wouldn't have met this producer or they wouldn't have been on the radar for this next director when he mm. started doing his his film you know right. and people just take that they just don't want to take that shit into account but i just don't see how there's any way you can uh Separated. address this problem without right without discussing that stuff um so yeah her talking about the studios and stuff and you know uh, will smith bringing up the studio heads you know these things will be addressed you know these aren't people that are just like i'm not i'm staying home and i'm not gonna speak on it and i'm not gonna talk and i'm not gonna talk to the complexity of the issue like no they bring up your point as well that uh there should be diversity in the entire process and sure there's not enough black films uh out there even though the black films that were out there still deserve to not both things can be true without offsetting the other you
2: know and and it's just one of those things where it just when the thing about diversity and you said it diversity to somebody gotta give their seat up and people that's the thing that people refuse to do it's like yeah yeah we can do this diversity but i'm not giving my spot up y'all can but right. but where i'm sitting i refuse to give up anything and so you're basically saying that you want the status quo when you say you want diversity, but you really don't want anything to change. like you that, 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 that doesn't make any sense. And the thing about it is that diversity includes black people. It also includes brown people because you have uh, Latinos, you have Hispanics and all other groups, LGBTQ, all these other groups of people who have even less people being represented than black people. You know, it's funny when they bring this up, it's always centralized, I mean, always centralized around black people, but there are other minority groups too. And the thing is, is like, once the door is open, everybody should be able to walk through. Right. And that's what they don't want.
0: Um, Oscar nom- speaking of which, Oscar nominee Charlotte Rampling has claimed the current campaign to boycott the 2016 Academy Awards over claims of diversity, uh, a diversity deficit is racist to white people. By the way, claims of a diversity deficit? So as far as she's concerned, look, 40 white people are just always the best option. Mm-hmm. Rampling69 is up for Best Actress Prize for her role in the British drama 45 Years from director Andrew Huyg, uh, where she will compete against rooms Brie Larson Carols, Kate Blanchett, Joyce Jennifer Lawrence, and Brooklyn's Sierra Ronan uh, Oh, Sayors Say- Ronan? Okay. Uh, asked for her take on the current for- Fuhrer over a all-white list of nominees on French radio network Europe One on Friday morning, the British actor did not mince her words. It is racist to whites, she said. One can never really know, but perhaps the black actors did not deserve to make the final list. Added rambling, asking if asked if the Academy of Motion Pictures Arts Society should introduce quotas, a proposal which no current advocate of increased diversity has muted has well said. She responded why classify people these days everyone is more or less accepted people will always say him he's less handsome him he's too black he is too white someone will always be saying you are too this or that but do we have to take from this that there should be lots of minorities everywhere when the interviewer explains that black members of the film industry feel like a minority rampling replies no comment bitch you should have said no comment about five questions ago
1: uh <laughs> right because
2: you're rambling then somebody asks you like a real question that 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 actually challenges everything that just came out your mouth and all of a sudden there's no comments
0: uh, the rambling stance on diversity stands in stark contrast to the position taken by a number of fellow members at the last week's announcement on the all-white list of the Oscar nominees. In at the categories for a second year, both Larson and Mark Ruffalo, who was up for Best Supporting Actor, spoke out on Thursday in supported efforts to improve opportunities for actors from the black and ethnic minority communities in the film industry. Um, so, yeah. She said that. Um, and uh, then uh today she said i'm very sorry for <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: somebody got a hold of your ass i'm like bitch shut the fuck up you are not helping <laughs> like like i guarantee you somebody got a hold of her and was like do you not realize how many angry phone calls and because i think that they go out there but their staff and their people have to deal with oh the- wait
0: i'm sorry hold on that wasn't her that was a different way okay lady i'm sorry okay bad.
2: but but not even her whoever did that was dumb because when you have staff and shit like that people represent you they get the backlash of your stupidity
0: yeah okay so the one who said she was very sorry that's different that's uh julie devley uh who said uh dopey who says nothing worse than being a woman in this business during the raps interview studio uh actor uh, interview at the raps interview studio Uh, frustration over Hollywood's diversity debate bubbled over it at the Sundance Film Festival on Friday as actress and writer Julie Delpy said she felt muzzled by the industry and added there's nothing worse than being a woman in this business hey Karen maybe I'm a little confused Um, are there any black women in the world or is, is being just a woman the only thing that black women are—they're just women, not black and women.
2: Yeah, like yeah, like I said, it's it, it, it's just one of those things where when you know it's certain like code words you use that when people say you go, oh okay, you're excluding me. I get this because when you use that phrase, which a lot of white feminists use, you're not you, you don't care nothing about me. All you say is being a white woman in this world has got to be the worst thing ever. But what you've to realize, there's other brown women. Baby, who got it a whole lot worse than you could ever dream of based off of the color of their skin. But because you don't have to deal with that, you want everybody to be included because when everybody included, you got numbers. But yet when their plights come up, you know, you, their, their their plights don't matter because it doesn't run on the platform of all us being women.
0: It also speaks to the fact that, like I said, the media is white. Cause oh, come on now. You can tell no black woman was asking this question. Mm-mm. Uh no black person was asking this question no because if they was a
2: lot of <laughs> answers that we would be getting would be
0: completely, completely different. different completely if, different if a black person
2: was asking them this question these asking these white women these questions they would not dare come out because they would have to deal with that person looking them in the face right <laughs> and possibly saying something back to them and challenging them on everything that came out their mouth but when you have people that look like you and this okay with the status quo asking you these questions you're not going to have any follow-up you're not going to have any in-depth questions you're not going to have any second or third questions you're not going to have you there's no going to be explaining yourself because you're quote-unquote understood per se
0: yeah she says um now she's been oscar nominated for before midnight and before sunset she said that she has had, she has raised the same issue of how few women were members of the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences and science was shut down. Two years ago, I said something about the Academy being very white male, which is in real, which is the reality, and I was slashed to pieces by the media. She told the rap's Je- Jeff Schneider, it's funny, women can't talk. I sometimes wish I were African American because people don't bash them afterwards.
2: Oh, bitch, if you don't get the holy fuck out of here, oh my God. What, what and see that that's the thing when people don't really know or don't really understand what it's like to be goddamn black see she definitely didn't say this in a room full of black women mm-hmm. people who had to be black all their motherfucking lives well, you know
0: black people don't get bashed after we speak up for ourselves we all know this
2: oh so she ain't been paying attention to black lives matter she she had been paying, paying 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 attention to netta she hadn't been paying attention to to viola davis when viola davis made her speech she hadn't been paying attention to a motherfucking thing that's been happening anytime we open up our motherfucking mouths period about anything that happens to us it's an automatic backlash it's automatic we're being divisive it's automatic we bring a race into shit shit that directly affects us this is what happened when people open up their mouths and racism does not motherfucking affect you at all
0: yep That's also why i always say you could be a quote-unquote liberal ally and still be the enemy at the end of the day, because you you just don't want to give up any of your space when push comes to shove, too. You know, like she is. Like I guarantee she hasn't paid attention to any of the things you just mentioned,
2: right? Because at the end of the day, you don't. She don't care, care. Yeah. Right, you don't care. And, and and the sad part about it, particularly when these white women speak up, they fail to realize diversity. If you really want to talk about diversity, benefits you more than any other group when we start talking about diversity you benefit more than any other brown person just like with affirmative action and all these other things you benefit that means all of a sudden you start getting these positions you start going up the ranks you start getting paid more in addition to us but we but but a lot of times with us whatever for every dollar you getting we're probably getting 20 to 30 cents on that fucking dollar so it's just one of those things where you really don't care unless it involves white women, because I guarantee you, when you went in there and talked to talk talk to them about this, brown people would not on your radar. LGBTQ people was not on their radar. You, you weren't considering these groups of people when you're quote unquote standing up for rights.
0: She went on, it's the hardest to be a woman. Feminist is something people hate above all. Nothing worse than being a woman in the business. I really believe that. She appeared on the Raps interview studio at Sundance on Friday to promote a new Todd Sullen film called Wiener Dog, along with co-stars Daddy DeVito and Kieran Culkin. DeVito was similarly harsh in his assessment of Hollywood and the rest of the United States. It's unfortunate that we're xenophobic. It's unfortunate that women make thirty percent less than men at various times. I just found out uh I just found out happens in the film business. Women are hired for less money than men uh Behind the scenes, Del- delpy said she was frustrated and having trouble getting her movies made. Uh, so women have it the hardest. Then later on, she said, "I'm very sorry for how I expressed myself. I was it was never meant to diminish the injustice done to African American artists or to any other people that struggle with equal opportunities and rights. On the contrary, all I was trying to do is to address the issues of inequality." Uh, opportunity in the industry for women as well as i am a woman i never intended to underestimate anyone else's struggle we should stay alert and united and support each other to to change this unfair reality and don't let anyone sabotage our common efforts by distorting the truth Mm
2: -hmm. you meant what you said
0: she went on to say again i'm so sorry for this unfortunate misunderstanding people who know me know very well that i can't stand inequality and injustice of any kind
2: yeah, you meant what you said, and this is one of those things, like I said, when folks are getting them phone calls and emails and your Twitter feed blow up and your Facebook posts blow up or whatever, or your Instagram pictures get to pieces and, and, and social media in shambles, somebody in your public relations department get a hold of you, but I bet you better apologize because cause we've been bombarded.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Other than that, you would not care. We wouldn't have got this apology.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um i mean but it's kind of obvious what's going on there um danny devito um said that we are a bunch of racist uh (laughs) straight to the point i actually love that i love that (laughs) shit
1: everybody
0: he's like fuck it man you 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 and you yeah he's like fuck that shit man y'all ain't about to him my black ass well uh, white ass up it's
1: unfortunate that the entire country and is a racist country and we so it's this is one example of uh, the fact that uh, even though some people you know given great performances in movies they weren't even thought about it. so it's like you know it's we are we're living in a in a country that uh discriminates and, and has certain certain racial tendencies which racist tendencies and so sometimes it's manifested in things like this and it's illuminated but just generally speaking we're a racist we're a bunch of racists i, I applaud their attempts mm. to do something about it which is great the but again this is dealing with the symptom not starting at the the root cause of how we even get to results like this which has to do with inclusion and access and and, and the ability for people of color women uh, minorities to uh, get at entry-level uh, positions where you can become someone who can greenlight a movie? I'm, I'm baffled by it. I mean, I would have thought that Idris Elba...
0: This is Sam Neill.
1: ...and Sam Jackson would have been a shoe in for nominations, but, gee, I don't live in Hollywood. I, I, well, we, we, just, we live in an obscure little yeah. part of the world where we don't think about these things very much
0: yep called whiteness uh -hmm. we live in a place called privilege we don't have to consider these things um -hmm. very often um let's see who else had something to say oh michael kane michael kane you guys may know him as alfred in the new batman trilogy Michael Caine is the latest star to weigh in on diversity issues. In an interview with Nick Robinson for BBC Radio 4, Caine was asked about the argument going on in in Hollywood at the moment that not enough black actors, in fact none, have been nominated for this year's Oscars. He said, yeah, but there's loads of black actors. You can't vote for an actor because he's black. You can't just say, I'm going to vote for him. He's not very good, but he's black. I'll vote for him. You have to give a good performance. He added that he was sure there were very good performances last year among actors of color, especially citing Beast of No Nation star Idris Elba, who was one of the most surprising Oscar snubs. The one I, I don't know whether Idris got nominated. Okay, so he didn't even fucking know. I saw, no, wait, what the fuck you mean you didn't know? The question was, nobody black got nominated. So the fuck you mean, oh, I don't, maybe he, I don't even know if he got nominated. It, listen to the fucking question, stupid. <clears throat> Sorry the one i don't i don't know whether idris got nominated kane said i saw idris i thought he was wonderful i thought he would get nominated did he not get nominated
1: when oh mm. <laughs> That's
2: the pro- they they asked you about it being all white of course idris didn't get nominated then
0: of course he got told he didn't get nominated that's the fucking basis of the question right he says well look at me i won the european film award for best actor and i got nominated for nothing else the 82 year old actor had been in contention for his, his role in youth the great thing about it is you don't have to go kane said about failing to receive a nomination he then joked that he wasn't going to sit here there clapping for leonardo dicaprio i love leonardo he played my son-in-law in in a movie but i don't want to travel that far i'm too old to travel that far to sit in the audience and clap for someone else asked by robertson if his message to non-white what if his message to non-white actors is be patient kane said it was be patient he said of course it will come it took me years to get an oscar since last week's oscar nomination many star all right yeah all right yeah he clueless Yeah. yeah he's
2: part of the problem
0: speaking of clueless stacy dash clapped back at bet because
2: ah they was like give us our money back then since you don't want us to exist
0: yeah BET uh started showing uh video rap videos with her in it mm-hmm. uh you know <laughs> all kinds of stuff Ever since I said this on Fox yesterday, black entertainment television has been throwing shade. They reminded me and the rest of America that I appeared on a show called The Game, which appeared on BET. So, at Real Station Dash, can we get our check back or not? The Instagram caption read. Hashtag remember. Hashtag you are on the game. Hashtag we don't mean the rapper. Uh, well, here's the thing. Thank you for reminding me since most people have never heard of that show. Why? It's on BET. Quick, name the top shows on BET. Uh, probably being Mary Jane, uh, the House Husband Show. Drawing a Blank? No, I was not drawing a Blank, Stacey. Uh, I think I made my point. I'm um, thankful. <laughs> yeah i drawing a blank white people that i'm really writing this to right i'm thankful for all of the acting jobs i've had but i look forward to the day when people don't self-segregate based on skin color while loudly complaining about a segregated society that might be hard for people at BET to understand especially after i read this quote from a BET exec about the oscars it would be great if the oscar nominees represented every i mean even closely the percentage of moviegoers who are of different ethnicities but they don't said stephen hill Wow! Apparently, Mr. Hill doesn't understand what an Oscar is. Oscars are awarded to the people, to the actors and actresses who excel. Something that Stacy never has. uh Not the audience. What's next? Award awarding one million dollars to the guy sitting in the pajamas on the couch watching Survivor? Wow! This she is dumb. Mm-hmm. This is one dumb lady giving a <laughs> a blue rhythm a blue ribbon to the kid who stayed home from field day. Giving a Nobel Peace Prize to a president who escalated wars in Iraq and Afghanistan? Oh, Obama shade. No, that would be unreasonable. Uh, What's funny about this is that they're not saying give awards to the actual people who go see movies. Mm -mm. Stupid. Uh, And Will Smith didn't sit at home on his couch. (laughs) Or Idris Elwood didn't sit at home. You know, like, come on, man. My problem goes back to the notion that every... I, every area of life needs to break down exactly according to demographic ratio except in those areas which black people have decided they want to have their own space i don't have a problem with black people having their own space i have a problem with folks at BET yes, absolutely do. freaking out when other institutions don't match up to what they think is best at national review they put it this way uh yeah you do have a problem and also right. by default you're saying the oscars is a white space and should remain so mm mm-hmm. From their undisputed cultural heights, progressives have sold the American people that the fan, in a fantasy that says America is racist unless every demographic group enjoys the benefits of its life and shares its burden in exact proportion to the numbers and except, of course, when it comes to areas of cultural dominance by African Americans. The article goes on to say that it's perfectly fine for hip-hop or jazz to be overwhelmingly black, but lower help the institution that doesn't measure up the standards of diversity they deem is acceptable bt lies to american black people by telling them that the rest of america is racist so stick close to your own kind anything that promotes segregation is bad and they're absolutely mortified to someone like me an independent thinking black woman dares call their bluff mm. yeah she's more like a dependent thinking black woman depending on what these white people checks clear right uh, <laughs> uh, all right because if they stop paying what's,
2: what's what's the purpose of you showing up
0: Yeah, she, I mean, yeah. It's it's hard to take her seriously on any level. Oh, you can't. Uh, The View talked about her. The View. Fox News contributor, Stacey Dash, just weighed in on the Oscar
2: boycott. And she claims it's not just the Academy who needs to be racially inclusive. Mm -hmm. Take a look.
0: We have to make up our minds. Either we want to have segregation
1: or integration. And if we don't want segregation, then we need to get rid of channels like BET and the BET Awards, and the Image Awards, where you're only awarded
2: if
0: you're black. If it were the other way around, we would be up in arms. It's a double standard.
1: So you say there shouldn't be a BET change?: No.
0: I don't think
3: so. No. Just like there shouldn't be a Black History Month. You know? It, we're Americans.
0: Period. That's it.
3: Well, there, we, you have to, Black History Month, there's White History Month as every other month. <laughs> <laughs> So Black History Month is there to spotlight on, uh, you know, the history. And it's important, I think.
2: You know, I think it's the height of hypocrisy that Stacey Dash would say that there should be no BET when she had a recurring role on the BET show. The Game. For one. She was a presenter at the NAACP Theater Awards. Yes, I am talking to you, Miss Dash. She's graced the cover of
3: Jet, Pride, Heart and Soul, Smooth, king, it's like, really? really, Stacey Dash. I mean, I, I just think it's incredible
2: that she would give up whatever values she had in the first place to pander to an audience that is sort of angry and scared of people that don't look like them. And she is giving them
3: what reason to Fox?
2: continue
3: to be angry. talking yes, about angry and scared. Uh, but she and, needs the job, maybe. She, That's well, why.
0: Boy, I'm so glad Raven had the day off me too because i thought i was like oh lord this
2: raven this is gonna be some ignorant shit but whoever that lady is in that orange red she ain't gonna be there long she be yeah, she, she was the, she, just be yeah she
0: raven's day off or something. right
2: she she had research she had facts what nah you ain't gonna be there long yeah okay she, okay so she was a, a sit-in
0: she must have been she cause, had to be because I mean, yeah you know they
2: don't get this level of intelligence raven
0: would have been sitting up that time i she agree Oh, come on now. Because she's just an American, and right. I don't
2: see where her opinion And there's no such thing as color. Yeah, so I don't understand.
0: Uh, so, uh, yeah. Um, Oscar-winning producer denounces spoiled brat's crying racism. Uh, as far as Michael Moore is concerned, he is a socialist, always looking to insert his brand of racist hatred. Spike Lee, haven't I heard this from him before, says Schindler List producer Gerald Molin. Schindler's List producer. God damn it. Wow. <laughs> God
3: damn
2: it. Oh, yeah. It's just one of those things where I'm trying. I've, I've said this before when I was uh, on um the interracial Jones. When it comes to the Holocaust, we remember forever. You fucking will never ever forget. They will show dead bodies. They will show you videos. You will shit. Schindler's List will actually be the movie that you watch. But when it comes to shit that affect brown people, forget about it it ain't that important why why should we even care
0: yeah um he he says um wow shannon's list Right,
2: shannon's list come on dog uh
0: he said there's no racism except for those who create an issue that is the worst kind uses such an ugly way of complaining uh the idea of a boycott, boycott is ridiculous. Are their noses been out of shape by the award nominations? Of course. That is normal in a town of egos and red carpet desires. While there were many performances of note, not all my choices for best in cat- various categories have been realized. Molan revealed that Steven Spielberg's Bridge of Spies got his vote for best film, and he thought the film was masterful. And sadly, that placed a lot of other films in second place, but there, there can only be one. The veteran producer said he at least had some sympathy for Will Smith because he gave a worthy performance in concussion. But even then, it's not like he has been ignored or overlooked in the past. I understand his disappointment, but see no prejudice or racism in his not making it. Who knows? Maybe the, maybe he lost by one vote. I saw, I say to all my co-members, stop acting like spoiled brats. Look to the next award show for recognition if you deserve it right he also addressed each of the each of the four who had announced their non-participation individually the only comment that might have been some legitimate substance is the one from jada pinkett i understand her disappointment for her husband but that doesn't mean she is correct in her analysis as far as michael moore is concerned he is a socialist always looking at his brand of racist hatred spike lee haven't i heard this from him before he also disagrees with many of his academy compatriots uh Disagrees with many of his Academy competitors is to be expected after producing Schindler's List, Jurassic Park, Twister, Rain Man, Minority Report, other blockbusters. He executive produced 2016 Obama's America, the documentary from conservative activist Denise D'Souza um molin added he doesn't know the racial makeup of more than six thousand members of the academy but it is a stupid assumption to presume a good number of white members aren't voting for black actors due to their skin color in a liberal town like hollywood that makes about as much sense as saying all the members in the academy vote republican he quipped
2: and that's probably true uh but it's just one of those things where wait why are you saying that's probably true oh that a lot of them
0: vote republican no, he said that's as silly as assuming that. His point was the opposite. He oh, my was, bad. He was sarcastic.
2: My bad. I I think for me, uh, just everything he said was racist. And he was talking about if they deserve it. So a lot of times they use these phrases and basically say black people just don't deserve it. Black people didn't perform well enough. It's not the fact. And... It's funny how they've came out and said that out of the 7,000 members, like they broke these, I mean, 6,000 members, they broke down uh, the race and genders of people, but everybody act like, well, we don't know what this number pertains. Mm -hmm. You just, just ignorance.
0: Yeah. It's easy to, to be racist and be liberal. I mean, at the end of the day, you're still a rich white person. You know, it's like the interview with, uh, Stephen Colbert and DeRay, um, where he talked about his privilege of having money and having the show. And he's like, how can I work on this? And he, he's like, well, I'm not giving up my money on my show. And it's like, yeah, diversity means you got to give something up. No, nobody want to do that part. Steve Harvey, uh, talked about his friend Cosby, Oscars boycott and Miss Universe fiasco. Oh, who asked him? Uh, (laughs) Uh, he said, I understand what they're saying. What I don't understand is asking Chris Rock not to host. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he, um, he said, I understand the boycott. I understand the saying. I understand asking Chris Rock not to host. I think Chris Rock should host. Chris Rock doesn't determine who, who the nominees are. The Academy does, and nobody knows who the Academy is.
2: Right. Right. And that's one point that I have, because a lot of these people vote voting, a lot of them, they've been voting for years a lot of people in the 60s 70s 80s nobody knows who the fuck these people are so a lot of these people are very anonymous so even if you read their names you still don't know who the fuck they are you did a movie back in 1972 i wouldn't goddamn boring then i don't know who you are and it's just one of those things but that's how they've been allowed to be like this and be like this for years because nobody's ever challenged them on why they vote the way they vote
0: yeah quincy jones uh talked talked about it. he said they called me to go present with Pharrell in common. When I'm back in Los Angeles, I'm going to ask them to let me speak for five minutes on the lack of diversity. If not, I'm going to present. I'm not going to present. Jones' words came as more black artists are calling out the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences for its lack of diversity and membership and honorees. Actress Jada Pinkett Smith and filmmaker Spike Lee have both said that they want to appear or want to attend the Oscars. Um academy members have defended the move uh ceo don hudson has spoken out saying it's almost at a point of crisis um i've been almost. involved i've been involved with the academy longer than i can remember said quincy jones in miami beach to to be honored by the national association of television program executives i was the first black board member i hate first black because that means only Jones does have a long history with the Oscars. He was named musical director and conductor of the Academy Awards ceremony in 1971 and 1995. He was the first African-American to receive the Academy Gene Hershaw Humanitarian Award. Jones wouldn't go so far as to comment on those who have already said they would boycott the Oscars, but he did note that he seemed to favor something more proactive. There are two ways to do it. You can boycott or you can fix it. It's frightening to see 90% white and 80% white male. Okay, Um, well, the boycott can cause it to be fixed, though.
2: Right, and the boycott is what's causing people to, quote-unquote, get up in the panic. Because it's one of those things where, the truth be told, when it comes to the academy, it's the gold standard, and, and people can't debate that. It is like the gold standard among your peers. And yes, you have these other awards that people win, and these awards do mean something to people but let's just keep this real. These other awards don't get you a lot of times the places that you need to be in your industry. A lot of times people immediately doors open for people. They get more uh, opportunities to do shit. They get more money. They get bigger budgets for winning this award. And it's one of these things where you want your award to be, um, prestigious, but yet when people tell you that black people or Brown people are, uh, can be prestigious too all of a sudden it's no it's okay the way it is you can't have it both ways you can't be like well this war, award quote unquote is only for white people that we feel deemed good enough but yet they work with black peers black pe- black peers are their coworkers. you know they work around their artists producer makeup artists and all this shit and you, you you just ignore all these people which means these people never get the opportunity to do the things that they may have on their radar too, and never get to work with people that they've always wanted to work with or or get to the position where they can produce their own shit and it's just one of those things where to me uh when i look at it uh things have got to change and boycotting matters because a lot of these black people it's there. They are people that people will recognize when these people aren't there, and people are gonna go, "Okay, why aren't you here?" And it's like you don't want the backlash of not being diverse, but you want to claim you're diverse.
0: Right? You, you're making a statement, mm-hmm. and you're taking your presence away, so they won't be cutting it to you during the black joke section. Come on, um, you know, not to mention uh, the commercials they're putting out right now. It's like they're trying to find all the past black award winners and put them in all the ads and shit, like. It's clear what they're doing. You know, it does matter. And public spectacle and embarrassment often are the ways that you can get, um, get shit accomplished.
2: Yeah, because at the end of the day, you hope, you hope that people care and that people have the humanity in their hearts. But you know what? Fuck it. I don't care if you care or not once it comes on certain things. I'm going to embarrass you to do the right thing. Right. And sometimes me embarrassing you causes you to change, even if you don't want to change, because at the end of the day, it's all about dollars. Right. That's all it's all about. It's all about dollars. People don't make certain decisions because they quote unquote care about diversity. They do it because the dollars make sense and it makes no sense for black people not to be there because you know what? That means the black people who, keep shit tw- trending on social media, particular Twitter, which everybody keeps their eyes on. If we're talking about something else, you're going to see your ratings go down. And that shit matters too, because if your ratings go down, where do I get my news? Sorry. No problem. That, my- mean, that means if your ratings go down, guess what? That means people are getting less for, for it those spots. When iPad, it- what the, new the fuck
0: times, uh, the, I definitely hit stop <laughs> on that. I don't know why it keeps going. Let me just mute it. Uh, go ahead. I'm no sorry. problem.
2: When um, you have less eyes on it, that means that the next year people aren't going to be willing to spend as much for these commercial spots. They say, why am I spending all this money and nobody's watching it? So at the end of the day, it's about money.
0: And you just don't want to become the institution that's viewed as the racist institution. Correct, you know what I mean, like like the pa- in the past, I feel like that that having that um stigma was already bad, but then a couple people won, and people went, okay, well, this kind of barrier has been broken now black people will be recognized, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh wait, no, no, it's it like this is egregious, we have to discuss it
2: right it um,
0: is- and I feel like because it's worse than it has been. Uh, in recent history because people felt like that ground was broken uh yeah you're you're damn right people are gonna continue to discuss it and bring it up and and if you don't want the stigma of doing of being that racist institution you have to make some drastic changes
2: that that and it's just one of those things to where um the first year everybody was like oh okay and it it was a problem then but everybody go two years in a row okay y'all just flat fucking ignoring people and y'all just are not even Considering these people. And people go, well, yes, we are. No, you're not. Because if you were considering them, they would be up
0: for the yeah, awards. Just coincidentally, no black people no Again. black people for two years now for two years in a row okay where uh,
2: all these black movies been coming out and you mean to me no because honestly a lot of people defended this shit going there's no brown people worthy there's no indians there's no latinos no hispanic that you know no, the, Asian. no asians mm-hmm. like you know no native americans mm-hmm. that you know that we ain't talking about no muslims nope there's nobody worthy but these white people and I and, and when people push against that, everybody fucking panics, and you know what happens people's racism comes out when when, when people when the traditional status quo is pressed upon, and people know shit is about to change people's racism come out and and that's all a lot of this is it's just people that have been racist for a long time and now they're angry and now they're mad and now they're quote-unquote fed up because now they have to be diverse
0: yeah and honestly uh muslim is not a race it's just a religion Uh, but muslim
2: people my bad
0: but yeah but 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 also there i there aren't any muslim nominees you know what i mean no but but there's not yeah there's you know just that's not even a you, you know that's not even just a race that's just yeah. like
2: yeah my, my bad I, I i ain't mean it like that but yeah no it's
0: fine I don't know if I've even I don't even know if I don't know if a Muslim person is one that i that I can think of wow. um anyway um also um Chris rock and you guys have to go read it for yourself because it's very long but chris rock penned a pretty nice um open letter um that's really in-depth talking about hollywood's race uh issues and that it's a white industry i really enjoyed it um the headline for the hollywood reporter called it a blistering essay but i don't think i don't think it was blistering like it wasn't i don't you know they had to frame it as angry and aggressive and mm, even, trying to like trying to start some even, shit
1: Even if but it's not. he
0: wasn't even using any angry or aggressive language or whatever. And, it, you know he but he just was being honest you know i guess if you're trying to say it was blisteringly honest maybe but uh yeah it was, it was, it was i loved it you know he said it's the most liberal town in the world and there's part of there, there's part of it that's kind of racist not racist like fuck you nigga, racist but like an acceptance that there's a slave state in la uh that there's acceptance that mexicans are going to take care of white people in la that doesn't exist everywhere else i remember i was renting a house in beverly park while doing some movie and you just see all the mexican people at eight o'clock in the morning in a line driving into beverly park like it's general motors it's this weird town you know um so yeah it's just a good it's a good read the whole thing is good so google that chris rock hollywood reporter ice cube weighed in on the oscars controversy and where the hill boycott um you know made his name by you know saying burn hollywood burn and shit mm-hmm. um he said i never used to go anyway you can't boycott something that you never went to anyway <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yep like them people i'm boycotting chick-fil-a do you got chick-fil-a in your state no well then what the fuck are you boycotting uh
0: <laughs> that's that that's actually pretty real so i look at it like a horse race once your horse loses the race you tear up your ticket and you just back on out Uh, But but Cube didn't hold any grudges and was philosophical about Oscar Slight. About his Oscar Slight, we don't do movies for the industry. We do movies for the fans, for the people, and the industry. If they give you a trophy or not, or pat you on the back or not, it's nice, and it's not something you should dwell on. We got so much praise for the movie. It's like, how could you be mad? Because one other Academy or Guild or anybody didn't say it was. It's crying and not having enough icing on your cake. It's just ridiculous. So he said basically he had lower expectations now honestly those lowered expectations might be uh part of systematic racism though the fact is you've accepted that hey you you
2: won't even get i I,
0: I won't be getting nominated so it it would be nice if i did but honestly i don't expect to no matter how well my shit does i'm
2: not even gonna waste my time if i win something somebody's gonna have to take it on my behalf because i won't be
0: there so the academy um basically made a change mm, um mm. Due to that hashtag oscar so white and all the pressure from that and uh the galvanizing forces online and you know uh that they decided that they did need to make some changes because um it you know the shit was looking bad and they got Cheryl boone isaacs there in charge partially because they they were trying to show that they were committed to diversity. Right. And she, under the rules that they had, it just wasn't happening fast enough. And as a warning shot, it really wasn't a warning. You know, people were like, ah, oh, fuck it, business as usual. They really thought that. Mm-hmm. So, three seats appointed by the president are being added to the board of governors, and individual members' voting rights will be reviewed every 10 years. The Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts and Scientists unveiled on Friday several dramatic changes in its structure and voting regulations in an effort to promote diversity. Its goal, the Academy said, is to double the number of women and diverse members of the Academy by 2020 so that women comprise 48% of the organization and diverse group, uh, groups make up 14% of a total membership. The move come, comes as uh, the moves come at the, as the Academy has faced the mounting controversy over the lack of diversity. at this year's Oscars nominations they keep saying this year it's the last two years though Um, for organization that change comes slowly and incrementally Friday's announcement represents an unusually quick response and a sweeping development while Academy President Cheryl Boone Isaacs and the group CEO Don Hudson have been looking have been working to improve diversity representation within the Academy for the past several years Boone Isaacs admitted in a previous statement January 18th the change is not coming as fast as we would like and it's time for big changes the Academy is adding three new seats to its 51-person Board of Governors. Rather than representing existing branches, the members chosen to fill those seats will be nominated by the president for three-year terms and then confirmed by the board. Boone Isaacs is expected to name the new board members as soon as early February. The Academy also said it will take immediate action to increase diversity by adding new members who are not on the board of governors to its executive and committee uh, board committees. Uh, where decisions about membership and governance are made in the hopes of allowing new members to have a move more active role in academy decision making. The organization is also instituting new rules affecting voting status. Each new member's voting status will last 10 years. Renewal is dependent on that new member being active in motion pictures during that decade. In addition, members will receive receive lifetime voting rights after three 10-year terms or if they have won or been nominated for an Academy Award. The same standards will be applied retroactively to current members. Those who do not qualify for active status will be moved to emeritus status while they'll enjoy all the privileges uh, for membership except being able to vote. None of those changes yet will affect the year, this, the year, the voting of this year's Oscars. In an effort to recruit new members, the Academy will continue with its traditional process in which current members sponsor new members, but will also launch what is called an ambitious global campaign to identify and recruit qualified new members represent greater diversity the academy is going to lead and not wait for the industry to catch up said boon objects in a statement there's new, these new measures regarding governance and voting will have an immediate impact and begin the process of significantly changing our membership composition um yeah the, the one thing i wonder about this how because you know how entrenched like whiteness and white privilege is mm-hmm. i wonder if this will dilute the meaning of an Oscar for many people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like now Mm -hmm. it's like, Oh, well they're just giving, I mean, now that, now that black people are in the decision-making process i mean they don't mean what they used to mean i mean back when the oscar meant something you know when it was Yeah, you're
2: gonna start seeing a lot of rap
0: yeah it was more exclusionary it meant something to win especially like the first couple of black or brown people that get nominated oh well of course it's because of this new oscar initiative i mean i mean was he really good in that movie or was it just that they had to have a black guy or they had to have a black woman you know uh the academy is going to lean uh, the the moves are held by kevin sujahara chairman and ceo of warner brothers and an academy member himself who said in a statement the changes made by the ampas are a great step toward broadening the diversity and inclusivity of the academy and by extension the industry while the academy is promising to double the number of women and minorities in the organization by 2020 today it has not revealed exactly how many women and minorities currently are in its membership ranks in fact in the past when asked to provide these statistics the academy has said it doesn't keep track of its members demographic makeup and i don't believe that on purpose on the well i believe them they do it on purpose probably uh, they're probably like yeah we don't want to know that number because we already know it's something it's going to be 99 percent white or some crazy shit oh uh, okay okay so why would we even keep track of that shit yeah, it's we, not looking good
2: yeah we know it that's why we're trying to change it mm-hmm. and once we change it again until you moving forward they'll keep track on the
0: board of governors itself there are currently 17 women among the 51 members making up 33 percent of the board which has the ultimate authority in determining academy policies boone objects is the only african-american on the board You don't say. 51 people, one black woman. The changes were approved unanimously by the Board of Governors on Thursday night. The Academy said in announcing the changes, they were developed by Boone Isaacson the board membership and academy committee chaired by Phil Robertson who represented the writers' branch of the Gov- board of governors
2: right because they're feeling that pressure and the pressure me- the pressure actually means more to them than it does to fucking voters like they don't realize like they're the ones getting the scrutiny mm-hmm. not the actual people that's casting the fucking votes yep So they was like, nah, we got to make some changes and we got to do this shit without y'all because y'all are the problem because y'all will never, y'all will never even consider certain shit. So we have to, we have to kind of make it more diverse so that certain things will even get considered. Even if it doesn't win, at least get motherfucking considered.
0: And explaining to the members of new rules regarding voting rights, she said, we have no reason to believe this will affect you receiving screeners and underline this will not affect voting for this year's Oscars. It it was not immediately clear how many of the organizations 6,261 voting members would lose eligibility to vote under the old rules. The announcement uh, also raised the question of how the academy will define being active in motion pictures and what process it will use to review members' eligibility for voting rights. Ultimately, the Board of Governors will rule on the status of individual members with input from the branch executive committees um also they said which is so funny because it's such such a truism about critics they had to be like hey you'll still receive your free screeners okay so even if you don't get a vote you still get to get all the free moves at your house okay old people don't get mad right 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 because that's what a lot of that's what a lot of people are in it for the access to that kind of shit
2: right before it comes out
0: um so the hollywood reporter also spoke with some oscar voters in the wake of the academy's dramatic and controversial announcement about which members can and cannot vote in the oscars Mm -hmm. um let's see who are they talked to um supporters have been have been most open with their reaction ava duvernay a member of the director's branch who controversially did not receive a directing nomination for selma last year tweeted one good step in a long complicated journey for people of color and women artists uh shame is a hell of a motivator we're all we've all felt shame even the, when we didn't believe we were wrong it's the fact that everyone else thinks you're wrong fix it mode kicks in marginalized act, act, artists have advocated for academy change for decades act actual campaign calls voiced from the stage deaf ears closed minds whether it's shame true feelings or being dragged kicking and screaming just get it done because the alternative isn't pretty right However, of the wide cross-section of members with whom the Hollywood Reporter spoke on Friday and Saturday, far more were displeased with the move than pleased with it, insisting that the Academy's older members were being unfairly scapegoated. Mm. Notes from the soon-to-be-retired peanut gallery was a subject line of an email (laughs) I received from one longtime member of the Writers Branch whose credits all came from the 1970s. I'm an obvious candidate, he acknowledged, which does not bother me too much, but I have voted... Often for Denzel Washington, Holly Berry, Samuel Jackson, and other people of color, as such a procedure does raise the question of the nature of the Academy: is it members, is its membership based on merit and accomplishment, or in tuneness with all that is currently popular?
2: Yeah, a lot. I'm a lot of these people are very, very out of touch, and that's the problem. It's a lot of movies that you, y'all, today wouldn't even goddamn consider because it's just not their genre. We talked about that how critics just have their fucking favorites. And I think the quote unquote the common man academy would drive them up the wall.
0: Yeah, you expect me to believe Jennifer Lawrence is always uh, Oscar award winning? Always? Like she's always Oscar. She needs to be nominated every year for that that performances that she gives. Come on, dog. Nah, man. It is about a club. It is about nepotism. It's about social nepotism. And now you're being kind of xed out, and you're being told you're not gonna be on the in crowd. By the way, I make no i have no sympathy for these people mm-hmm. and also i make no um i don't have a lot of optimism just because they younger more active members are voting that suddenly those people won't be um as racially tone deaf as the older people i mean correct it can still you know most of bernie's voters seem to be young white people and they're just as racially tone deaf as anybody else um so it, it, it's not necessarily an age thing but if you're not even active in movies what the fuck are you sitting around doing right
2: you're like right d-
0: your opinion like the opinion really doesn't matter anymore
2: you ain't been doing nothing dog yeah you and
0: can vote and the whole point of the oscars is being culturally in tune and current i'm sorry that's why people care they don't they don't no one goes well what did that 90 year old dude think about that movie nobody does sorry But people just go by the movies they saw that year and the current perceptions of how things are going. Y'all aren't picking timeless classics and shit um i'm in the mint as a member who has stepped partially away from the industry it feels like someone like me is being victimized i'm in the mentoring phase of my life i teach so i'm now supposed to not be relevant even though i'm being as relevant and working with young artists as people who have current credits are and by the way i've contributed a lot of time to the academy as a judge for the nickel fellowships and student academy awards so basically they're saying that i don't matter anymore it seems like this is a hastily put together reaction to a firestorm
2: and you know what, and to me, let's just keep it real. A lot of this is I'm old. I done shit in my past and the shit I done in the past should stand the test of time. Yeah. When at the end of the day, nobody cares and they don't want to admit that nobody cares.
0: Yeah, that was Sam Wiseman who said that one. Um, who else? Um Tab Hunter, eighty four, said a member of the actors Branch, who's a member of the actors branch concurred calling the Academy Award the announcement bullshit he elaborated obviously it's a thinly veiled ploy to kick out older white contributors the backbone of the that's industry that's all
2: that's in there what we talking about
0: the backbone of the industry to make way for younger politically correct keep in quote voters the academy should not care it cave into media hype and change the rules without talking to or getting votes from all the members first
2: they didn't because they know y'all don't give a fuck and nothing will change
0: yeah y'all put these votes up right so it's nothing to talk about the documentary branch members arnold Schwartzman, the oscar winner for 1982's genocide was aggrieved on behalf of his fellow members i'm quite angry and i'm all right i've got my oscar but what about all these people that were elected to the academy because they are skilled but who never got an oscar nomination he continued i just resent being characterized by some people as a racist we, well you volunteered it motherfucker we don't know you we judge films on uh-huh. the merits there were some great films with white people that didn't get in that i was upset about race had nothing to do with any of it yeah
2: still we didn't the it's point. not like we
0: let in all the films we didn't let any films with brown people in it and there was also some white films that didn't get in right
2: that i was highly upset about mm-hmm
0: executive branch member Marsha nassider uh 89 who was recent decades has worked as an independent producer asked what the word active even means in the eyes of the academy someone has to answer that question it uh, it sometimes takes 10 years to get a movie made when you work on it as a producer so what does this mean for producers mike matter says thank god i'm active he's 75 uh also of the executive branch he said to the new member requirements my feeling is generally that they're fair there are a lot of members that got in because at the time they were executives but if you haven't been active for over 10 years then you're not active it seems to me you have to justify your membership he questioned though if the changes would impact diversity of the academy selections you can keep adding members pack it like the supreme court during the Franklin D. Roosevelt administration, but I don't think that answers the question. I also don't think that the boycott of the Oscar ceremony called on by some is a good idea because it diminishes the rest of the people at the academy. Yeah, well, we've been diminished in our selections or lack of selections on stage. So Come on, somebody already being diminished and I don't want to show up and support that. Come on. Uh, a member of the music branch who wished to remain anonymous suggested that the move has far more bark than it has bite i don't know how many people it's actually going to affect he said noting she said noting that the majority of old timers were invited after being nominated although some got in under rules that used to allow people with questionable credentials to become a member upon receiving a recommendation of two other members lee castle and agent
2: she's like yeah some of them old folks got in here because of who they knew
0: yeah uh one person said i'm on the i'm kind of on the fence about it and trying to look at both sides i go to the academy a lot there are some people there that shouldn't be voting they're very elderly and they don't look as if they can really judge what's in today's market so <laughs> in that way it has some merit but there are some people that are 90 years old or whatever and they're perfectly vibrant and very much with it and while they may be retired it doesn't mean they aren't functioning on all cylinders they have earned the privilege of being in the academy through their work um and just because they're no longer active doesn't mean they can't be a good judge of what they're looking at uh people were chosen on merit don't think it had anything to do with color i mean i would have picked will smith for concussion i think he did a marvelous job in that and it's very topical but the reason that didn't get anywhere is the same reason that that truth didn't get anywhere uh money talks
2: but see the thing is i'm um, not trying to find out, keep bringing Will smith up that, yeah. that fucking room was terrible, y'all. It, it was bad. Yeah, it, it's, it's like y'all not
0: giving no good examples. Well, they like, probably didn't see the other movies. That's true. They was like he black. Yeah. So yeah, he didn't. know you no. know, Kugler for director. You know, like they don't. They probably don't know who directed Creed. Come on, dog. Um. So yeah, it it, it, was, it was a lot of hurt feelings. A lot a of a lot
2: of hurt feelings. A lot
0: of ADL tears. Yes,
2: um, crocodile tears.
0: Just going down their faces. Um so um you know they was mad that this decision being made and not being made by them
2: right because why should we consult you is that they're going because the way y'all vote we had to do this so why would we come to the people who made us have to make this decision because all you voted in was white people two years in
0: a row my favorite um thing of all this though and i saved it for last is actor Matt damon Says Hollywood must do more to support diversity.
2: Um, except for the black woman you looked at her face and told her that it didn't matter.
0: Yeah. Uh, hey, man, we picked diverse women to play prostitutes and stuff in our films. I don't understand what the problem is.
2: Play like mammoths and slaves. Those are the only roles that matters.
0: Matt Damon says the movie business has a long, long, long way to go when it comes to diversity. We're talking about you systemic injustices around race and gender uh that are a lot bigger than the oscars they're massive issues in our industry and in our country uh, <laughs> mm. uh but yeah every you say it's a wonderful first step but that's what it is a first step so we'll see what happens
2: I, I don't believe you sir and i don't know because of that bullshit he and i never really do this he's on my i don't think i ever watch another movie with you in it list mm because I was so furious with that. I haven't seen the Mars. I don't, I don't care how good or how much of a comedy. I'm not watching that movie. Because it's just one of those things where it is just ema- amazing on how oblivious you are and how you sit down that black woman face and told her that bullshit.
0: Fuck you, sir. Damon responded to that that um, that segment by saying that that statement was taken out of context, by the
1: way. Mm-mm.
0: Yeah. I'll probably go see if he do Born Again maybe go see that shit i don't mm-hmm. think i'll go see anything else um mm-hmm. but anyway i don't i'm not trying to convince you i don't i don't care i go to the movies by myself all the time you know what i'm saying y'all mm-hmm. uh but i couldn't see the martian so who knows Mm-mm.
2: i wish you'd have went up there and stayed
0: mm-hmm. i don't even know what happened but he i did, hope he stayed he didn't really go to mars Yes. all right um <laughs> here's uh here's one uh story and i'm not gonna cover the whole thing because it's literally too long to read and i just encourage everybody to go read it themselves um buzzfeed published this uh really uh good article um by anita badejo um it's called our hands are tied because of this damn brotherhood sisterhood thing Mm. and it talks about how students at Spellman, the historically black women's college in Atlanta Mm -hmm. and you know they have the brother university Morehouse right and there's always been this like brother sister relationship they're supposed to have Mm -hmm. well how there's been decades of sexual assault committed by students from Morehouse towards students that go to Spelman that have either gone unreported or covered up or not or not spoken about um but now in the wake of petitions protests and a federal investigation uh their messages are reading loud louder than ever um why haven't we heard them that's the like subtitle to all of it but mm-hmm. it goes in it talks about specific uh instances where and how sexual assault is handled on campus um and i mean it's kind of like not shocking in the fact that it's campus sexual assault is an extreme problem and Mm -hmm. um, not just because of the numbers but also because of just how it's systematically handled
2: right by universities
0: yeah it's very much a willful like willfully trying to be ignorant and to get them out of the way like hey let's just we can just get them you know get this taken care of and just cover it up you know Um, and it goes through the sexual assaults of a couple of women and their personal stories you know um, women at you know one woman uh, went to cause they part of it is because of universities Spellman uh, and Morehouse they call them Spellhouse almost cause they're supposed to be like you know together mm-hmm. uh, while Spellman the women's university is fenced in you know it's like very much stay out for here get away from these women you know you sisters will learn you know to keep your legs closed but it's very much like a, you know, a very, um well, the, you know, these women is gated and all this stuff, but with the men, uh, the university is not, you know, so.
2: More open. Right, yeah. and
0: then they pair you when you come in with a man, like this will be your brother from Morehouse, and y'all are going, we expect They're this friend. You. Yeah, we expect this friendship, this relationship to last, for the the time that you're at the university you know Mm. some people this lasts for a lifetime you you'll be friends you'll talk you know it's not necessarily supposed to be romantic but it's supposed to be like your buddy right
2: okay you
0: look out for him he looks out for you okay um trying to promote that brotherhood and sisterhood but the problem is in when it comes to practice right when it comes in practice it doesn't necessarily work that way Um, and i'm
2: pretty sure for percentage of the people nothing happens but if you have somebody and they're
0: quote-unquote assigned to you (laughs) well it doesn't mean you're gonna hang out with them anything it's just it's it's a lot of this shit is for show
2: oh okay
0: you know when i had my campus visit you know with Fayetteville state you know the guy was like i'm gonna take your son to church every week and i was already thinking like i don't go to church every week at home like i'm not doing this shit but but it's for show you know it's what they think parents want to hear and all okay yeah okay
2: i'm with you now it's almost like the selling points yeah yeah, it's
0: part of um you know it's part of the prestige of the universities is that y'all had this pairing um but anyway um and i'm sure some of them do last i'm not saying it's all bullshit but i'm sure and you know they're kids and the vast majority of them probably like the day that that shit is over it's like i'm not never seeing this nigga again
2: right um, yeah for a lot of them they probably was like oh, okay peace you go your way i go mine like there's no yeah. obligation here
0: you know maybe they do stuff to try to reinforce it but you know you can't make somebody be friends correct uh anyway so that but that's all besides the point like She, one of them she went down her friend's Morehouse brother you know his his room because she was going through some stressful shit and basically he took advantage of her she said no at least twice um he you know forced himself on her anyway um then she reported it to her campus at, you know, at Spellman, they told her because the sexual assault took place in Morehouse, she had to report it to Morehouse. Um so all of a sudden they were like you know, wipe our hands of it, we're done. Mm-hmm. So now Spellman's out. Right. She goes back to Morehouse and the first thing they really did was have her sign something that was like, um, you will never press charges with the actual police hmm yep i that, bet she didn't even know she was signing it. no she knew she was signing it they oh, made okay. her put that the thing is if something happens to you at 17 18 19 years old and and the people that are you're being told will look out for you your brothers uh the people that want to get to the bottom of this that want to protect you and all this shit and, and they're telling you like sign away your right to escalate this you're not to mention in most cases well and and it goes on it goes further but let's just start with there you might sign it yeah because you're 17 years old yeah you're right. thinking it'll be handled somehow in-house and they'll take care of it he'll be kicked out he'll be he'll go to jail There'll something be some repercussions yeah. so um plus you're young right you are young so and it's a, and and it's overwhelming to even have to report this shit it's almost out of your hands you don't necessarily know what your rights are and aren't mm. and um right. you know and and so the these people are um supposed to be guiding you helping you
2: right so so you're assuming that they have th- your best interest at heart right
0: and they just had a university's best interest in mind well, come on so they tell you know they got her to sign that her right away to do that basically then they're like we'll we'll look into it with this guy um they look into it what to do and um they like like typically title nine says you need to investigate these things i want to say within 30 or 60 days they they don't get to her she doesn't even get to her case as far as and this is just not criminal court this is just the school uh, uh just uh, a board of her peers uh so the only punishment that can happen is like expulsion expulsion from the school or community service or something like that right which is not real punishment right so that takes a year basically a uh, half a year that took a half a year over a half a year something like that um for her to even get that uh they're supposed to render a judgment within 24 hours they didn't get to her till t- a week later they told her basically like ain't shit we can do about it right um we decided that you were not assaulted uh during her her hearing they were asking questions like what she was wearing why did she even go over there at mm-hmm. night um all that stuff um uh, so then she was you know very hurt by this and she decided to go to the police on campus about it they had lost her initial report of it they didn't even have record of it oh my god so she had to file a new report um that of this thing that happened a year ago uh oh yeah and um then um they uh talked with her they talked with him even though they determined and and by the way campus police have to escalate it up to local police Mm -hmm. so the campus police decide that is that during their investigation nothing happened that's the end of it there's no well i'll just go to the atlanta police you know in addition to the fact you already signed that away they're like yeah whatever we decide that's that's how it ends so unless we tell the atlanta police that this is a criminal action you need to come get involved no so they also gave her a um i want to say an out-of-state like counsel or something like a person that's supposed to look at her case and stuff he talked to her he t- on the phone one time he talked to the dude on the phone and he said he determined that nothing happened and he was using the rules that morehouse has in their student guidelines and basically said that hey even though they say they have zero tolerance even though they say no means no even though she said she said no twice at least and the guy said she said no twice at least um they determined that because during sex at one point she was on top therefore uh d- they decided that it couldn't be right um wow. yep um they also um what was the other thing they did oh so so once they determined that then uh the police decided that it wasn't rape either um but he did get in trouble he got 40 hours of community service um and i can't and and a mandatory sexual harassment sexual assault online course that he had to take um and that was you know and and this is a school that encourages activism and stuff like this and forward thinking so a lot of these women are now speaking up and they're standing out and stuff and it's you know like i said it's a really good read it took me a while to read it because it's very long but for all the people that just think of sexual assault as bitch trying to get over trying, to, on, trying to set me up like a lot of these people need to read that you know and it's still this culture is still pervasive still going on today a lot of it was sparked by um one of, one of the pictures in this article is a picture of a morehouse guy who wrote a sex contract um for women to uh and they got somehow they got someone got their hands on it and they posted a picture of it. it's called grave sexual consent form it's written in you know hand it's handwritten uh, it says i whole signature allow graves resident your name in room number room number to perform any and all sexual behavior on me from the time i walk in time to the time I leave and visitation is over, by signing this, I Ho signature will not spread misleading truths and or ignominious lies. If found in violation of this consent form, I Ho signature will be indica- indicted and prosecuted accordingly, as well as be exposed Kevin's wise as a lying bitch. M- image and integrity is valued highly at Morehouse, especially Graves Hall. By signing this, I Ho and I Graves resident are keeping both host signature date graves residence date. So yeah, it just lets you know the mentality and this idea that, you know, that, Oh, we respect our sisters and shit, you know? And, and I guess the worst part of all of this was at the end of the day, the women were made to feel guilty mm-hmm. because, and not just your typical, cause it's already bad enough when there's a typical guilt of you were sexually assaulted. How is this your fault? Um, uh, It's also this idea of like, well, you know, you're going to ruin this young black man's life and put him in the system. Mm -hmm. And you can't have that. I mean, you really want to ruin this man's life, not his actions that put him in the system, not the criminal act, (laughs) Not not the fact that he victimized you. They're expecting you to take on not only the victimhood, but also the guilt of what he did so that you won't put him in jail because we know that's the worst place for a black man to go you know not to mention how many other victims do some of these guys have right. you know like uh not to mention at the end of the day some of the stuff they want to do to these men is not even criminal shit it's just kick him out of school and they're still like well sister if you kick him out of school what's gonna happen then have you thought about him you know fuck him <laughs> fuck him right fuck
2: him the second he decided to go
0: against me it's a hundred percent of fuck you yeah is like I said, it's it's an amazing read, Um, and it's more than one story. It's and it's difficult. It's a difficult read. I like I said, I have never been sexually assaulted, so I don't have necessarily the triggers and stuff that maybe some people have. Because some people are like, I want to read it, but it's just too much you know what i mean like right and i and i understand so i'm not saying like just go read it's important you better read i don't care what you feel but but for me personally it was very important to read i think a lot of people will find it very important um because it puts faces and names and stories to a lot of shit that we talk about vaguely Mm -hmm. a lot of numbers we talk about statistically but we don't we, we don't talk about the fact that those are people.
2: Yes, they are. And
0: I think, you know, uh, and, and it also ties into the Cosby shit, the respectability politics of it, you know, Cosby modeled his Hillman college off of Spelman. You know what I mean? For a different world. Uh, so like a lot of this stuff that people grew up worshiping, it can be very harmful when you, you look at the fact that we're asking black women as part of solidarity and sisterhood to take on the fact that they're being sexually victimized by their brothers and be silent about it.
2: Right. And it's also funny how this, that, that demand is never put placed on men. Right. Right. That dem- that demand is never placed on men. You know, if if a man makes a decision, it's not. Come on, brother, you made the decision. You got to consider this this woman. You know, all of a sudden it's like, mm mm. But for some reason, that burden is expected to be placed upon that woman. Right.
0: Um. So yeah, I think uh, I think that was pretty important. Um. All right, let's get ahead and get in getting a guest race because I mean, a hundred. Yeah.
2: oh yeah the whole show Every, the everything whole show. yeah y'all didn't Just realize everything. y'all was y'all have been playing the whole show we, had, we didn't realize it either but yeah. yeah the game been the whole show and everybody got a hundred
0: a hundred for everything everybody everyone got a hundred if you listen to this a hundred mhm linda brothers is your birthday today a hundred a hundred dog 100 for you too bro uh all right let's play some guest the race now that it's time for some guest the race that's right, it's Guess the Race time. Now that it's time for some Guess the Race. That's right, it's Guess the Race time. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race. The number one game show going across all the podcasts and we read and play news articles from all over the globe. And we ask our contestants today, the chat room, to guess the race. And the chat room is racist. And guess the race is brought to you by Bevel. Bevel is the first known only shaving <laughs> system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and scissor skin. Step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps. Uh, Bevel also has a sleek looking new uh, clipper dog. Um, it's not out yet, but you can go pre-order that joint. Now, the code does not give you a discount on that yet. Okay? Not yet. I don't know what they're working on with us or whatnot. Right but um you know if it's anything like these razors it's gonna be nice it's gonna be off the hook it's gonna be designed strictly for your face and worth every penny man i uh i enjoy it and especially when you know i think about going to buy razors back at the old way man you can't you go there you got to get a fucking person to come open up the thing so you can buy some razors like what the fuck are people stealing razors for Great. like there's a bunch of suicides going on out here nobody know about man like just uh like i gotta ask like a little kid can you open this for me you know feel like i'm back at target buying video games again or some shit man i'm just trying to shave my face like an adult (laughs) like a boss but with this you don't have to worry about that because bevel comes to your house in neatly packaged uh you know supplies and you open it up boom, boom you know no 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 raising your hand and asking somebody who uh who's working at cvs to come over and help you out none of that so be an adult get bevel body how, how do you get bevel you go to get com. g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l dot com code t-b-g-w-t you get 20 percent off and uh i think you guys will will thank us for it later mm-hmm. all right let's get to some guessing of the racing um police a man defends himself with a sword against a shovel wielding woman
3: oh shit that they're fighting in the snow
0: that's right karen Oh, wait. I forgot the volume was off. Shovel,
3: uh, before the homeowner kept her at bay with a sword. Right. Officers say that 18...
0: That's right. It's kind of sore ratchetness. ...is
3: now charged with a felony tonight after police say that she forced her way into a home with a shovel before the homeowner kept her at bay with a sword. Shit. Officers say that 18-year-old Audrey Davis grabbed a shovel yesterday and then barged into a home there on the 1000 block of 9th Street. That's when police say the people inside used a sword to force Davis out the door again. Once outside, police say Davis then used that shovel to damage someone's car. No word what led up to all this. She's now charged with felony residential
0: entry. All right, guys.
2: Shit. So mm-hmm. she took the shovel It was like, I'm coming in there today.
0: Apparently. <laughs> so guess the race uh what was her name? Audrey C. Davis, uh shovel wielder. Uh against going against that sword you know I, I was wondering if there was gonna be any drama uh because of the blizzard everybody trapped inside maybe she, th- that's what the drama was she came out with that that shovel and buddy had to pull out the sword and go you know go ham Ha <laughs> <laughs> what was he doing with a sword outside though that's my question like I, what was he shoveling snow with the sword like I, I don't think they said
2: he got the sword like she tried to come into the house and oh. then they tried to they use the sword to keep her from coming into the
0: house uh both of them were white enough to get lost in the snow said bb oh one who uh blends in with the snow as white as the snow she used that shovel on as pure and white as the snow that would normally be shoveled ain't nothing in this world harder than a white woman in the hollywood white uh she Uh. tried to break into elon james white uh i guess white uh black people netflix and chill during the snow white Well, the correct answer is and all of you got it wrong. She was
1: black. Let that sink in.
0: Yes. Boo the hell out of them. Y'all racist as hell. What's wrong with y'all? black women don't go out in the snow no more damn y'all racist Mm-mm-mm. let's go to the next one mm-hmm. racist sons of bitches this man this woman beat up her husband with nunchucks because he refused to have sex with her
3: oh shit
0: mm-hmm. feminine and is so fragile uh a woman allegedly battered her husband with nunchucks because he refused to have sex with her see that's why you shouldn't put women in the friend zone guys that's right. I'll be seeing y'all arguing in the chat. You know, at the Facebook group. What's wrong with y'all? Uh Sandra Earl Kelly, 51, is alleged first to have hurled ceramic figurines at her lover when he refused to uh to stop watching TV and go to bed with her. Uh-huh. Well, that's one way to get him in bed, get him in the mood. I'll throw ceramic figurines at your ass. All right, that'll get your dick hard. Nobody wants to have sex with somebody that owns ceramic figurines. Come guys. on. Let's be honest. Then she reportedly grabbed a pair of nunchucks. And began to beat them with ha, them. <laughs> ha. Ah, ah, Jesus! Ah, ah. Shit got real. Yeah. What are they even doing with nunchucks sitting sitting around at that time? Oh, were they ceramic too? <laughs> right. Shit, baby, come get in the bed with me. No, I don't, I'm watching
1: the
0: game. I mean, no, I'm watching the game. Oh. <laughs> Baby, what are you doing? It's, listen, I you can put those down. I,
1: uh,
0: I, 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 I the game will be off in a couple of minutes. Please, baby, don't. Oh God! Oh, ouch! Okay, listen, I I will give you some dick, please. I was just kidding. Everybody was for fighting. I'm just trying to imagine she was using them uh, like Bruce Lee at Enter the Dragon.
1: <laughs> I, I
2: am there for it
0: um i'm not there for domestic violence ever <laughs> P- police found blood on the walls of the couple's apartment that's the other thing oh she beat the hell out of hell nunchucks are dangerous as fuck they like nunchucks are so dangerous they hurt you for trying to learn
2: yeah uh, yeah because I've, I've used them before. you yeah, and i popped myself one or two times i was like fuck this shit mm-hmm I mean no no I'm not there for the I I, I go back. I'm not there for the domestic violence
0: mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: aspect of it. I just not caught that. No, I'm not there for that. That's what you said. I didn't make you say that. <laughs> My bad. I mean I'm there for like the the music you can have playing and yeah and the the yellow and black suits. I'm not I'm not there
0: for the beatings. you don't have to clarify, I know what you mean. <laughs> Earl Kelly, who was also uh who was also said to have taken a tranquilizer tablet over the course of the evening, as in charge of aggravated domestic violence.
3: Trick claws a tablet.
0: She spent the night in Charlotte, South Carolina police cell. There's a Charlotte, South Carolina? Huh. Learn something every day. Yeah, you do. Guess the race of Sandra Earl Kelly, fifty one years old. Let's see what the chat room believes. Wait, nunchucks could be Negroes. As white as the baby batter she wanted from him. Aww. She wanted him to beat it up so she could beat him up white. <laughs> one who has to carefully pronounce ninja to avoid unnecessary uses oh. whiter than the walls of that trailer go ninja go ninja go asian ceramic figurine and nunchucks well, the potato face mayonnaise donkey white oh vernita green black <laughs> wiggity <laughs> black white she wanted to go cowabunga on the d white not miss verna oh yeah uh only asian people have ninja weapons readily available oh that's black rob she knew how to use nunchucks too asian Uh, she knew all the words of goodbye Earl, I bet. The correct answer is, (laughs) she was white. (laughs) Some of you missed it. A frostbitten 15 month old girl was left in a car overnight. The dad has been arrested. Oh. Yep. 15 months old, left in the car overnight by her daddy.
1: A
3: Milton man is accused of leaving his baby in a freezing car during a drug-fueled binge. 29-year-old Michael Dufour pleaded not guilty in court today. Officers believe he was high on meth and heroin when he left his 15-month-old daughter inside a car on Saturday. Temperatures dipped to 26 degrees that night. The girl is in the hospital. She suffered minor frostbite to her hand.
0: Meth and heroin? Damn.
3: It's
0: going for the record? The fuck? guess the race chat room that was a quick one um the race of what's his name michael a dufour uh, all right let's see what they say meth white says ratchet ass scientist milton that man white as hell oscar voter ha
1: oh meth
0: come on man frosty the white man <laughs> oh he white brothers leave that kids while completely sober white white squared i don't know what the big deal is white kids love frozen white
1: white as the
0: first White is the frosty left on that baby (laughs) a black father wouldn't have been around him again with damn you can't blame this one on swifty and d money they wouldn't leave their babies in the car white white trailer trash white for trailer park trash white walter white's first customer white the baby may be blue beforehand, but she was white. Uh, correct this is white. Oh, nobody missed that one. Alright, let's go to the bonus round. Double the
1: points
0: and the race. Double, double the points, points and the race. race that's right double the points double the race in the bonus round against the race so far everybody's all over the place but let's see how they end now that everything's double i think the chat room's getting a little nervous a former daycare is in trouble that's right guys you know how it is it's never good when you start with former daycare worker no for a reason. Yeah, used to let you look at the kids. Now,
1: not so much. A guilty verdict for a former daycare provider who abused toddlers at a Woodbridge daycare. Good evening. I'm Adam Longo.
3: And I'm Leslie Foster. Sarah Jordan sprayed water at scared children. She encouraged them to fight all of this at the Miniland Academy at the Glen Daycare. Saree Chen has been following this case. She's in the courtroom. She joins us now live in Manassas with more on the breaking news. Saree. Well, Leslie and Adam, we're talking about one and two-year-old children who were abused. Sarah Jordan now faces decades in jail. And I saw parents wipe away tears as the judge read his verdict. One father tells me his son was made to fight in what prosecutors call a baby fight club.
1: Shit. Relief, Relief and joy.
3: Blake Buckner reacting to the guilty verdict. Sarah Jordan faces 41 years in jail.
1: Hopefully she gets it all.
3: Buckner's five-year-old son was encouraged to fight among his
1: friends. The teacher was making him, you know, the class bully pretty much.
3: Your reaction when the prosecutor said a baby fight club?
1: Yeah, it, it really hurt. You know, I was trying to hold back the tears the whole time while I was in there. It was just the emotion. It was very deep.
3: Social services reported Sarah Jordan targeted children scared of water. Put the hose oh. on high pressure and sprayed the toddlers in their face and would dump buckets of water over children. Oh. Jordan and her co-defendant would laugh. She stepped on toddlers' toes and tripped them, even told a girl she was ugly and looked like a rat. Motivation for physically and emotionally abusing the children? Entertainment. Those in the courtroom who associated with Jordan didn't want to talk. Leave me the f- up. Buckner says it was hard to sit through the trial, hearing about his son made to fight and being dumped with water.
1: Yes, it, it pissed me off. I mean, she knows what she did. And, and and I'm just glad that justice failed.
3: Buckner says his now five-year-old son is doing well at another daycare, hoping to not have to think of the abuse his son endured two and a half years ago.
1: It really pleased me, and it touched me, and um, I'm glad that she's in jail.
3: The defense argued that this was just the terrible twos, and that's why parents were seeing their children act out. The judge didn't buy it, revoked bond, and sent Jordan to jail. Now, her co-defendant, Kiara Spriggs, is accused of similar mistreatment, including forcing kids to eat Flaming Hot Cheetos and enjoying that reaction. Her jury trial is next month. Live in Manassas, Saray W. WUSA 9. This case is just amazing. Thank you, Saray. At least eight parents have hired a lawyer and are considering a civil lawsuit against Miniland.
2: Well, holy shit. I'm grown and flaming hot Cheetos is a lot.
0: <laughs> they uh, definitely violated the first rule of Fight Club. I mean, they, they, they talked about it. Yeah first rule of tyler fight club is you don't babble about tyler fight club everybody knows that yeah even though they can't babble Mm-hmm. uh let's see what the uh chat room says tyler durden sister rule number one about baby fight club you don't talk about baby fight club white right? you gonna earn your money around here black hood booger black black woman was giant, just trying to raise the next Floyd mayweather's ungrateful parents black i hope she has an allergic reaction to her quick weave glue and dyes. hot cheetos Aww. black damn I hate to say black, but black. Baby Django's unstrollered. <laughs> Precious mama got a daycare job. Hurt, hurt,
1: <laughs> hurt my
0: soul, but yeah, she's a sister. Black. Flaming hot Cheetos, changing that to black. She earned her child care license at Guantanamo Bay. You could tell she's black because of the flaming hot Cheetos though. From pit bulls to toddlers, Mike Vick is evolving black. Damn, she black. Yo, all y'all went with black. I think except for leonard brothers uh all y'all went with were black and it's fitting because it's leonard brothers birthday she was white the rest of
1: y'all wrong
0: That's right. Kogi Negro is your birthday, too. You messed up. <laughs> but good for you, Leonard Brothers. <laughs> Man, I don't know how Linda got that one. I would have missed it, too. Me, too. Even her friend that showed up at the fucking trial was black. That, Get out
1: of my fucking face.
0: I'm like, what? Who does she hang out with? That's, I feel like that's partially on us. No. <laughs> you know what i mean like, she must have been the one every time
2: that it was laughing and shit. shit yeah this
0: is you know sometimes we hang out with white people and we just let them get away with too much mm-hmm. anyway sore ratchetness
2: i'm pokey it's gonna see flaming cheeto thing and run <laughs> Fucking me up too
0: mm-hmm dead Tyler fight club
1: <laughs> right
0: Connecticut man caught with meat cleaver and sword at Gillette Stadium uh held on 17k bail an out-of-state man accused of threatening multiple people with an array of weapons outside of Gillette Stadium this weekend has been ordered to held on $17,500 cash bail The Foxborough Police Department received multiple calls reporting a man threatening people in the employee parking lot of the Gillette Stadium Friday morning, two hours prior to the start of the 2016 Winter Classic Hockey Game between the Boston Bruins and the Montreal Canadiens. Police say they found a man with several weapons on his person, including a meat cleaver, a large sword, and a stun gun. Shit! Matthew Bromson of North Granby, Connecticut was arrested on charges of assault and battery with a dangerous weapon, trespassing, and illegal possession of a stun gun. He reportedly went to Gillette on Friday in hopes of buying a last-minute ticket to the Bruins-Canadians game, but decided they were too expensive. During his arraignment, well, it's not as expensive as $17,500, uh, they report that the 48-year-old man laughed, smiled, shook his head while before the judge. Bronson was arranged on $7,500 cash bail for charges over the weekend and $10,000 cash bail for being a fugitive from Connecticut. CBS Boston reports he has a long police record in his home state what was he laughing about mm-hmm. uh, hey it's crazy to me too man shit i don't know what i was thinking this is wild Ha <laughs> ha. all right man we'll see you guys tomorrow until then i love you i love you too Mwah.